Hello everyone, welcome back to the SC Report podcast. For another week, only five rounds to go. It is awesome that the season is coming to an end and some lucky person will be crowned the Supercoach winner for 2018 very shortly. Uh, myself, Nick here, and yet another special guest on the other end of the line. Uh, we have got Semi, who obviously writes the captain's article for us each week. Uh, real name is Daniel. Mate, how are you? I'm real good, man. How are you guys doing? Good, thanks. Good, thanks. Thank you very much for jumping on the podcast. It's taken far too long to get you on, I think. Ah, not a problem, man. So it's, a, it's a hectic schedule with the young fellas, so it's uh, good that I've been able to make time to get onto it. Yeah, definitely. And would I'd probably I'd probably go as far as to say best best and most read captain's article in the um in the NRL Supercoach universe. Would you agree? Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, I lo- you know, Copes writes a a decent article himself, but uh, you know this one's free and uh, people yeah. can get onto it and read it as that their leisure. So exactly, that's right, and and it's better as well. Uh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, how long have you been playing Supercoach for? Um, Jesus, man, I'm going back to, you know, almost school days, so, you know, 10, 15 years sort of thing. Okay. Um, I wasn't, uh, sorry, that's fantasy football I'm talking about. Supercoach <laughs> itself is, yeah, round about, you know, but 10 could, years. Yeah, 10 years or so, yeah. I mean, that's when, yeah. that's when Josh and I started playing, I think, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I, I just, uh, <clears throat> got into the NRL. Uh, found this interesting because you know we're all nerds at heart, and uh, really fell in love with it. And um, I didn't really know anybody else that played, to be honest with you. So I just kept entertaining myself year after year until <laughs> I found you lot. Yeah, cool. And obviously, uh, fantasy NFL—that's that's your other passion, isn't it? Obviously, yeah, that's my baby for us over summer, which was excellent. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping, as you said, I've had a chat to you guys. Uh, uh, recently, um, we'll get something out on the site in the next couple of weeks. Season starts in about a month. Super pumped for my boys to go back to back, and um, we'll get some stuff out for people to get involved. Yeah, beautiful. Yes, obviously, like you said, Philadelphia Eagles fan. I'm I'm especially pumped for Hard Knocks. Starts in a week or so. Um, yeah, back, back with the Browns. We've got to see what Baker Mayfield's up to in that RV. Man, he's already come out and said that Hard Knocks is not allowed in the RV. That's for him and Tyrod only. Oh, no, that's always a good show, yeah. So that's good, mate. That is good. Excellent. Um, how did you go last week? I've, I've, I just checked the rankings, mate. I, I didn't realise you were ranked so low. Yeah, I know. You guys keep giving uh, Wenin heaps of crap every week, and I'm pretty sure he's outdoing me. No, I've had a shocker, just, yeah. Just ahead of him. Oh, good, good. Yeah. I'll say he, he had a bad week, didn't he? He had a shot. And, and he dropped. Mate, I, I honestly, I put it in my article this week. i feeling really good. I got some good scores. You know, I didn't nail my captain again. It's been the story of my year. Um, I got an 11.47, I believe. Um, and any other week, that's a great score. So I was feeling really good about myself. And then so all of a sudden, everybody's pulling out 1400s and 1500s, and I'm dropping in the rankings anyway. So it was a rough week. Yes, it was. Yeah, you're, you're sitting about 4,000th, which is still pretty respectable. I mean, it's that tight. You're only about for 350 points off the top 1,000. So if you nailed a couple yeah. of pods in these last five <clears throat> weeks, you never know. Yeah, we'll say it's getting to that stage of the season where we're going to need to take a few uh, left fielders, outfielders sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, trades are tight. Yeah, they if are. You've got, 
if you've got trades to be wasting on pods, then you're doing pretty well at this stage. Yeah, exactly. And I was a bit like you. I had a 12-28, which usually I would be absolutely stoked with and think, you beauty, I'm, I'm going to jump up the rankings here. And I actually dropped 37 spots. So um, 8.41 overall. Um, and yeah, just, I feel just bad for you. clinging I on. Clinging on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel really bad for you. You, you had it really tough. <laughs> no, I did a, um, a beautiful trade on Sunday afternoon, selling Nana McDonald, yeah. bringing in Latrell, which was excellent. You absolutely nailed it. I couldn't believe that it went your way. Yeah, just a couple of those as other well races that I don't have. Teddy and um and Fergo killed me a bit. But, hey, got um got Cook as captain, which was very good as well. Who did you go as captain? <laughs> Uh, who did I go as captain in the end? Did you go SJ? I stuck with, I stuck with SJ. Okay. I said I was going to do it, and I felt good about it. And, um, mate, and early on? Half-time. At half-time, I was crowing. I was absolutely <laughs> laughing. He scored about four points in the second half or something yeah. like that. And so absolutely ruined my weekend. Pretty embarrassing, wasn't it? Uh, but as a Newcastle Knights fan, you're a Knights fan, hey? Yes, yes, we don't yep. want to talk about that last week. No, but it must J- be good. JT's already had a word to me this, this <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah, but it must have been good to see Ponga back in action, though. No, yeah, unbelievable. The kid is an absolute superstar. They come back after a month out with a hamstring injury, busted his ankle during the week, question marks on what he was going to yeah, do, yeah. and he's just producing line breaks at will. Beautiful, he, beautiful he watch. He is a superstar. Always plays that six o'clock Friday game as well, so it's always like. So we do. I've got to get home quickly from work because I've got to get home to watch Ponga. I get in trouble every week. I walk in the door at about five to six and <laughs> crack a beer and sit down on the couch after the missus has been with the kids all afternoon. <laughs> every Friday I'm in strife. But yeah, it's good. It's it. good having the nights in that time slot, though. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we better get on with the actual show. Um, we'll just do the usual. We've done around the grounds, I suppose. We'll do teams and injuries. We'll do captains, trade talk, and then we'll do some start sit because it seems to be most people's uh, most of most relevance to most people now is actually who to start and who to sit as opposed to trades. I think. Definitely, we get into that stage of the year where you're running low on trades, but you've filled out your team. Everyone's got a 20, 21, 22 man squad. Um, can't fit them all in, obviously, so you've got to try and pick the right ones. Yeah, and we and don't. Sorry, I was just going to say, and then Tapao goes and gets put on the bench last minute, so you take him out of your team, and then next minute he scores 80-plus. Yeah, he had a great game. Yeah. And uh, it makes you wonder whether the same change is going to happen pre-game this week, but remains to be seen. Yeah, exactly. All right, I'll do the first four games, and then I'll hand over to you. Uh, tomorrow night, we've got Bulldogs and Broncos. Clem is out suspended. Uh, Broncos are unchanged. For your Knights versus the Tigers, Connor Watson returns, which is excellent news. A uh, couple of other changes there, but nothing particularly relevant and nothing for the Tigers. The Rabbits are unchanged. Hoffman returns for the Storm uh, in what should be a great game Friday night. Uh, and then early Saturday, the Dragons are unchanged. And for my struggling Warriors, Tohu and Isaac Luke uh, are both back into the side this week. Mm, big ins for you guys. Big ins. So you lost your way without them. Yeah, the only way is um, up. <laughs> tell me about it. <laughs> I know the feeling, unfortunately. Yeah. The rest of the crew, Eels have a host of changes. Um, nothing huge. Jennings returns to the wing. Haynes out centre. Um, Kays is injured, so we're going to see Reed Mahoney play in big minutes at hooker, uh, which was a worry initially. I thought Brown might 
have his minutes mm. eaten into as he did a couple of weeks ago. But BA has given us uh, Jamin Salmon, uh, 186 centimeter, 92 kilogram, five eighth on the bench for his debut. Jesus. So, yeah. Little fella, you don't think he's going to be running in a lock or anything. And as I said, uh, it, it helps us out with Nathan Brown. He's in for another big game, I think. Titans are unchanged after their big win over nobody's last week. Roosters, big injury for them. Luke Keery is out for three weeks. Uh, what that means, Madison is obviously into the halves. What is it going to do for his scoring, you think? I don't know. It's an interesting one. Obviously, he's going to get the 80, which is good, but not the base stats. Uh, He's quite a good ball player, though, up against the Cows. I still think he'll score quite well this week. Yeah, you know, he's not going to do any worse than probably what Kiri was going to do. Um, Mm. But, you know, 80-minute game, positive work rate is going to be way down. Um, So you're going to hope for those attacking stats, which could come against the Cowboys. Um. Nothing much else of interest there. Cowboys the same. Sharks get Wade Graham back. Does that affect Fifi, do you think? Mm, uh, nah, I don't think so. But yeah. I'm not starting for Fida this week. I think that he's had the attacking stats the last two weeks. And it's. It, I don't know if he can keep getting these attacking stats every week. So I'm benching him this week. Big call. He's had two really good games. Yeah, but but all off the back of two plays, you know, that, yeah. that line break assist, try assist to Val Holmes, and then the try the week before. You take those away, and they're pretty average scores. Yes, that's true. But uh, say so that the try assist he got was just one of the all-time ass plays. <laughs> Sharks just throwing it around, ends up in his hands. He puts Holmes over. Yeah. Um, Dugan on the extended bench, probably a good chance he slips into the side at last minute, but the way... Val is playing. It's not going to affect him. He'll stay at fullback. Um, Marty Tapao is back in the starting squad where he started last week before being benched for that 82, as you mentioned. Uh, Panthers RCG is on the extended bench. What does that mean for the forwards in their rotation? Probably not much. Probably not going to affect them too much. Kikau doesn't play in the same area. He's the one we're worried about. Yeah. Agreed. I'm starting kick out this week. I think he'll have a great game against the Raiders. You have to. The Raiders have been shocking against second rowers all year, and especially the last three weeks. Kick out in for a big game. And, uh, man, what are the Raiders doing? They've just absolutely thrown darts at a dartboard to name their side this week. Kotrick's back at fullback. Caesar's in. Austin's in the centre. Zabby's out to the wing. Soliola at prop. Whitehead, second row, Boyd and Bateman on the bench. It's just... Yeah, it's all over the shop. I mean, their season was effectively over a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it, when they got robbed by a couple of those decisions. But but I think the Warriors are in that eighth position, and they're definitely vulnerable. Tigers are only two games back, so they probably got the most to play for. But you never know with the Warriors. They could lose their next five. Yeah, they always seem to have that collapse at the end of the year. You, Mm. You start to wonder if the... Uh, the travel's got too much for them. They always start strong and fade. You know, are they getting fatigued? But you know, they've got themselves in a good position. They've just got to hold on for a couple more games. Hopefully, my boys will do you a big solid this Friday night. Yes, um, that would be good. Ton from Ponga would be excellent as well. Oh, yes, I wouldn't complain. Yeah. Um, I thought since we've got you on the podcast, 
we'll talk about captains and vice captains up front. I've got your captain's yes. article sitting in my inbox, and I'm going to post it uh, as soon as we finish this. But who yep. are you? So I can actually bring it up. Uh, other people don't have it. But who are you? Who are you thinking for captain and VC this week? Uh, mate, I got called out in the trade talk this week. Baz, <laughs> shout out to you. Um, he had uh, a bit to say about a big tough week and good luck to me and whatnot. But I think there's a ton of great options. Um, you've got first game of the week, Reese Martin taking on the Broncos. He has been killing it all year. God 2.0, as we know that Wilf loves so much. Mm, except the one Thursday night game when I captained him, and he ran about 50 decoy runs and got 54 points. Yeah, yeah, he played that RFM role. Yeah. Decoy out on the wing. But, you know, you just don't captain a guy in the first game of the week, mate. What are you thinking? I know. I know. I got uh, a couple of rums, got a bit keen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Liking him, I'm Milf there and thereabouts, but he's just been average all year. Not sold on him. Um, Hopper, 153 three weeks ago, nothing since. Eh. Um, Sarko at the back. Dogs are vulnerable fullbacks, but he's lost his kicking. Don't know. The big one for me this week as a uh, vice captain is Connor Watson. He's on an 85. Three-year, three-round average. Mm, okay, just, we'll just back, hurt. just back into the side. You're not worried about that. No, there was fifty-fifty. Him and Ponga both last week. Fifty-fifty. Um, Ponga went one way. Watson went the other. Mm. I think, given him the extra week, he's just got that confidence, that strength back. Hopefully, um, he's back with Mitch Pearce, who's going to be running the side, uh, allowing Connor to just run at will. And yep. um, the, the Tigers can give up some points. Um, they're ranking about seventh for the year against five eights. So, uh, I mean, I, I think he can do some damage. He's a dangerous runner of the ball, and if we can get ourselves close enough to the line, he could put himself over. Yeah, I think so. Definitely worth a look. Um, give us two captains. Give us one captain if you were coming first overall, who you would choose, and one if you were coming twenty thousand <clears throat> overall. Twenty thousand. So basically, one from where I am. <laughs> No, listen, the safe option this week, uh, I like kick-out. I like kick-out against the Raiders. As I said, they're playing, giving up the most points across the year and the most points in the last three weeks. Um, and he is on uh, a tear, an absolute tear. 77 average in his last three, 75 across the last five. Um, just absolutely killing it. He'd be my safe one. Beautiful. I like and that. What about a riskier one? Riskier one, Ooh. you got you got Possibly. to say my boy, Latrell. It's yep. got to be Latrell. Boy, I've got him in there. He yep. is absolutely smashing at the moment. Double ton the last couple of weeks, but go back one week, he had a twenty-two, and that's what Latrell can do for you. Mm. Um, my issue with him is everybody who has him is going to be throwing some sort of captain or vice captain on him because of the way he's playing. So I don't think it's going to be too much of a pod. Yeah, I know. I know. I was interested to see last week. I think he's the third highest owned centre wing. Um, but I've yeah. got my captaincy on him at the moment. Uh, mm-hmm. Last time I did that was when we went to watch that Broncos game against the Roosters, and I think he scored forty-eight. 
So Yeah, that was a good game for Osako and uh, VK, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm not too confident on it. Uh, I think Cam Smith's a good go. I think in the, he's been down a couple of weeks, but if you actually look at his scores in the big games, he, he scores quite well, and I think he'll score quite well against the Rabbits this week. Yeah, it doesn't get any bigger than one versus two this weekend, and uh, Melbourne have been another team. They're on a tear. He's going to be up for it. Yeah, I'd I'd stay away from his opposite number in Damian Cook, though. I'd, too risky against the Storm. Not many attacking stats on offer, I don't think. And you guys will see it all tomorrow or whenever the captain's article is released, but I put every Rabbits player down as a void this week. The Storm are just not giving up any points to any position, so yeah. I'm not confident of throwing the C or vice-captain on any of them. No, and how good's old Alex Johnson been since I brought him in two weeks ago? Yeah, it's been pretty lovely. Everyone's jumping joke. on those... <laughs> on those up and down roller coaster kind of guys, and they've all hit rock bottom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's fine. All right, mate, good chat, good chat there. Let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor, and we'll go into trade time and start sit after that. No worries. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. So you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out, everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. All right, let's jump into trade talk. Uh, let's just quickly run through uh, who people are selling and cover off on a couple of the more popular players. Uh, in the top 10 this week, we've got Jai Arrow, Widop, RTS, Alex Johnson, and Ewan Aitken. So they're sort of, you know, your keepers who people are selling this week. People are also selling Katoa, Rena Smith, Luke Carey because he's injured, Sorensen and Brimson. So that they make a bit more sense. But Arrow, Widop, RTS, Johnston, and Aitken. Um, do, I'll just go quickly and then I'll get your thoughts. These two guys from the Dragons... Um, I brought them both in a few weeks ago with their good run home, uh, and for that reason, I'm sticking fat with them. I'm going to hold on. They have not been set in the world on fire, but do have a good run, so I'm holding them. Same with Alex Johnston. Souths are going to come good. Again, they've had a couple of down weeks, but they do have a good run home as well. Uh, RTS with the other fullback options. Anyone who got him as buy coverage, he's got to go. And Jai Arrow, I'm just going to sit with him. I'm hoping that maybe one more week of down minutes and he and he jumps up after that. But 
I don't have the trades left. I've only got two, and I I don't have the luxury of selling Arrow for someone else. I'm saving those two for injuries. I 100% agree with you. Arrow has been a rock all year. Um, is playing hurt, so I can understand the temptation, but you're going to kick yourself when he starts banging out 90s and 100s again. You can't get rid of those dragons, guys. The run home is beautiful for him. It's all set up for him to make a charge back up the ladder. Um, Widder is going to be putting points over that black dot at will, I think. Yeah, I, the only one that I question is Alexander Brimson, purely because he's just dropped a 99. What's the reason for trading him out now? Ride that another week or so, sell him just into the finals at an uh, inflated price. Yeah, true. But, and uh, dual position as well. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I think Wenham held TMM for that reason last week to help out with uh, SJ. So I mean, he's going to help you in that department and he's going to make you some money in the next couple of weeks. I can't understand why he's in the top 10 tradeouts. Yeah, that's a very good point. Playing para this week as well. Um, I don't have his break even in front of me, but I'm sure it's very low, so he's probably going to... Uh, it's in the price. negatives. It's something like negative two or three or something like that. But yeah, it's definitely low. Yeah, yeah. Now, that makes sense, mate. All right, let's look at some of the popular buys this week. Um, we've been talking about center wing for the last couple of weeks, and it's the same guys every week with Latrell, Valentine Holmes, Blake Ferguson had a very good game on the weekend. Uh, Madison's obviously coming back into the fold. Maybe aside from this top 10 list that we've got in front of us here, are there any other sort of center wing pods who you see as has been an option. Maybe maybe Walker Blake was one that I had written down. Yeah, Walker Blake's been on an... Uh, uh, again, he's killing it, but it. how many times have we seen that um, that play out? And as you said, you'll jump on an Alex Johnston and he'll mm. just fall in a hole. I, I, my worry is Walker Blake will do the same thing. Um, Peachy. Peachy's an option. Yeah. Uh, he's... You know, I didn't trade him in last week purely because of the comments that he was only holding spot until DWZ got healthy. Um, but he's back at fullback this week. He played really well there last week. Um, I think he could be a de- decent pod for the run home. Um, I jumped on Nofo last week, hoping he'd do something. He did not. I had to watch Masters just inside him absolutely tear it up. That was not fun. Um, only other one would be Kotrick. He's been named back at fullback, obviously. Does he get more involved? I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly of his fullback numbers, um, but he his points have been down since the tries have dried up, and um, you got to wonder whether the Raiders just pack it in for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah, he's been well down in the last few weeks, but I think it's it's your it's your Latrells, Valentine, Holmes, Virgo, Madison, and then Walker Blake if you if you want a bit of a pod. That's those guys we've been talking about for a few weeks. Um, other Nathan Cleary, I thought was a bit of an interesting one. I would be loving to bring him in if he was a jewel, but he's halfback only, and you know you get him there with Sean Johnson, and who are, no Sean Johnson is jewel, sorry. But if you've got like a widop, um, you, you know you can't use the jewel anyway. So what I'm thinking well, is with TMM sitting on my bench, if I buy Cleary, like what am I going to do with Cleary? I don't have any other jewels. I just have to either. Switch well, him your, in for SJ your, or just not play him. Who's your fourth? Uh, Milford, who's 5'8 only Milford. as well. So 
Milford and Widdop be stuck in the... Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he could be one of your reserves in the run home, pick and play. Yeah, but um, would you play him over... Like, I'm already playing a hooker, a fullback, and two second rolls as my reserves every week. Yeah, that's a big call. I guess it, it, you'd work it on um, your matchups. I mean, mm. if you're going to play a hooker every week and you just mentioned before that um, you're hesitant on Cook this week, maybe you play the matchup, leave Cook out. Oh, oh big call, I know. Hey, man, I'm, I'm 4,000. I'm looking for pods. <laughs> yeah, true. That's, that's, probably, that's probably not the worst call, to be honest, up against the storm. Well, listen, there's been some talk on Trade Talk this week uh, about leaving Smith out. He's on a three-round average of 51, but I don't think you can doubt the champion. He'll, as I said before, he'll be up for the big game. I think he'll have a huge game. But, yeah, I mean, I don't mind Cleary uh, as an option if he fits in with your side, with your jewels and your your structure and your starters and whatnot. I would... Yeah, I'm running with Cleary and SJ and Widdop with Brimson there at the moment. So I've got that flexibility with okay. Brimson and SJ to, to flick and choose how I want. Um, but I'll be playing them on matchup-based and... Cleary's got a good run home. He's got the kicking back too. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's definitely like one him. who you'd play this week against the Raiders, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Other people are, are still buying Damien Cook for some reason uh, and for feeder as well. I don't understand why you don't have Damien Cook already. I know. And, I mean, and you're paying over double now. Yeah, you're paying double what you could have got him for at the start of the year. That's got to hurt. Yeah. For feeder, again... Two big games, people are bringing back in. What I hate about these lists is they're so reactionary. Um, mm. Fitzgibbon, 123, he's a buy. Um, yeah, we're all a bit like yeah. that, aren't we? Like, And I think that's why you you often buy players and then in inverted commas you you know, you know kill, you don't kill them, obviously, but you kill their no. super coach output. Like someone will have a couple of good games and the law of averages means that they're going to have a down game eventually like i bring alex johnson in after a few good weeks and he has a couple of down weeks brings his brings his season you know brings his average back to the mean and and who's to say he's not going to have a few good weeks coming up maybe not this week but in future weeks so we're a bit like that aren't we you know Lockie fitz has a couple of good scores we jump on and then everyone thinks that they killed him because he'll probably have a down week sometime in the next couple Definitely, mate. It's, say, it's very easy to look at a guy who's who's putting up points on the board and say you want him. Um, it's harder to go and do the research and identify someone mm-hmm. who's going to start playing well. It's very hard. But that's why the big guys are winning the, the money. Have a look at Wolf's uh, season in review, and he identified Boating Thompson before he went on a tear. Yeah, pe- and, people uh, who got uh, at a car earlier this season as well. Yeah, like that. big. Yep. Yeah, exactly right. That's the key. That's what I'm gonna. I'm gonna make more of a concerted effort next year to to try and. I I don't know. Oh, how so I'm hold on. Do it. You're back next year. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm, I'm, next I'm year. out. No, I'm out. That's right. I'm out. Yeah, I'm that's out. right. <laughs> I'll shadow coach your team. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, I mean, those are, those are the most popular trades. Some of the other guys I've just scribbled down here. Uh, a Tedesco, who's not on the list, but uh, I think he's. He's a perfect trade-in option for RTS. Yeah, definitely. And I think he's probably not on the list because a lot of people already have him. Yeah. Um, so he's not going to rank right. high as an in. You're probably right. Sean Johnson has been horrendous the last 
few weeks. Five round average is 43, and he's 432K. I mean, if you don't have him, he's owned by 37%. So most people listening to this podcast have probably got him. But are you just going to keep starting him each week? Uh, yeah, I'm going to play the matchups. As I said, I've got Cleary to play over him if need be, but I'm playing him this week. St. George have been giving up heaps of points in the last couple of weeks. Um, they've somehow gone from the best team in the comp to being one of the easiest to score against. Go figure. Um, but we saw it last year. Happen any can. Yeah. Um, I think I'm just going to keep playing SJ as well. Yeah. Same old story. We've seen it the last couple of weeks. You'll put him on the bench. He'll drop a 140. Yeah. You'll be- You'll be so pissed when that, if that happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cody Walker, quite a few people. Well, sorry, not quite a few people, but I think he's in the top twenty or top twenty-five. Traded in five fifty k, only coming off a of forty, but five round averages sixty-seven. Tough matchup this week, so maybe not the week Shit, to get yeah. him this week. It's not the week to get him, no. and then he's got the Roosters next week who are playing well. Then that's a tough draw, Melbourne and Roosters two weeks in a row. Yeah, it it eases up after that. The, the run in the finals is Broncos, Raiders, and Tigers. So okay. you, you, you might... What's his break-even, do we know? Uh, yeah, I've just got him here. His break-even is 90. Yeah, you got to wait. You yeah. can't be a trade this week. you got to wait. No, And what about Ryan James? I flicked him a couple of weeks ago which I think was the right call because he has been, he's had a couple of subpar games and he's going 49 on the weekend. Are you, would you be holding on to him? I think I'm going to have to. Um, he's going to be a guy that's just playing uh, for depth in my squad. Uh, I wish I'd flicked him when he was 700 and plus thousand. I was looking at doing it and decided against it. But uh, yeah, he's just going to be sitting on my bench. You can't play him over Burgess or Kikau or to power or for feeder even at the moment. He just doesn't have the the form. No, no. Last four, 52, 56, 58, 49. So it's pretty average. I mean, I sold him two weeks ago for Crichton, who hasn't really done too much better, 69, 59 last two weeks. So that trade's probably gained me about 20 points, but it's also insulated me against the 100 grand price drop that James has had in that <coughs> period as Definitely. well. Definitely. If anything, you picked up some money at the time, probably. Yeah, yeah, I think I made like 50k on that. Uh, yep. So that was that was good. That was good. All right, let's yeah, let's do some yeah. start set, hey? Yeah, let's do it. Because we were talking before we started, and we think we think most people are like us and don't have many trades left, and therefore the decision this week is: should I start X play X or should I start play Y? Yeah, the way I figure it, mate, that's I've got three trades left and I'm in the vast minority of um, people mm. with trades still going. So definitely is the time of year where you need to try and be picky with who you got. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so who, let's just do our own teams first. So in the Ford pack this week, I'm starting Smith, Cook, Tapao, Burgess, Fafida, Crichton, Martin, Trebojevic and Kikau. And I'm leaving Arrow and Talmalolo on the bench. My other my other reserve is my fullback, so I've got Ponga starting with Tommy Turbo on the bench. How are you uh, shaping up in the forwards this week? Forwards, I'm as I said, I'm sitting James and Arrow. Um, I'm running Kickout um, and Burgess as my starting 
front row. I'm actually sitting for feeder at the moment as well. Um, so you're even sitting just, Arrow, James, and for feeder as my forwards. Yep, yep. Running with Kickout, Burgess, Martin, Turbo, Jerbo, um, Lolo, Crichton, and Brown. Um, and even saying that, I'm not 100% sold on Lolo at the moment. He hasn't been the best. No, he's been well down in the last couple of weeks. And people are saying the return of Jordan McLean taking a few of those hit-ups, which I did watch that game um, last week, or most of it anyway, and it did seem as though McLean was coming in and stealing some of those runs off Lolo, wasn't he? Uh, hard to say, mate. I was watching it with my Newcastle glasses on, and I wasn't happy about it at all. <laughs> so I've got to admit, I wasn't paying much attention to what Lolo was doing. I was watching my uh, ex-man crush, JT, destroy my current man crush, Bonner. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah. I, well, I think we both agreed on Arrow's definitely a um, yeah. a sit this week. Who was your – on your sitting, James. Yeah, if, if I had James, I would – yeah, I would have Taumalolo ahead of James this week. Yep. Yeah, I think you got to. Um, Arrow, I mean, he can be amazing, but he's just not getting the minutes at the moment either and nursing him a bit. So, uh, yeah, he'll sit for me. Yeah. Uh, SJ and I'm starting SJ and Widop in the halves. Um, are there any halves you would have ahead of them this week? Maybe Watson? Cleary. Cleary, yeah. Oh, yep, true. Yep. Cleary, 100%, he's going to be my starter. Toyne almost with throwing the C on him if I need a big game towards the end of the round. Um, but I think it's going to be kick out. I think he's in for a big one. Um, I've actually got Whit up on the bench at the moment. But if I don't start Lolo, I'll start Whit up. I, I'm pretty sure that might end up happening. Okay, I think um, sure going to have a big game against the Warriors. Yeah, I would think so, but uh, you just don't know which Warriors team's going to turn up. Are they going to be the ones that destroyed Brisbane at Suncorp, or are they going to be the ones from the last two weeks? Yeah, yeah, who knows? Uh, yeah. Centre wing, I think. I don't think anyone's got huge depth out there anyway. I'm starting Latrell, Masters, Aitken, Johnston. They're my four boys. My only other option is Niakore from Paro, who's who's been doing okay, and he's a decent fill-in if need be, but I don't think people have yeah. got five or six gun centre wings, do they? Uh, well, no, you can't. I don't think I don't think there are five or six gun centre wings, unless you're running with all the Roosters boys. They're mm-hmm. doing all right. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's Rapana at this moment. I've got Ramian um, tossing up whether to boot him. I've got Nofo and Brenko um, with Asako on the bench with Nene, um, who's obviously not playing. Okay. It was um it was bloody good to look at the stats last week. I didn't watch the Raiders game, but as a non Rapana owner it was bloody good to see that he got Simbinned again for for I don't know what for but two weeks in a row. Say. Jesus. He keeps attacking guys behind the play or something. <laughs> I, I just don't know what he's doing. Killing me, that's what he's doing. Yeah. Uh and I've got Ponga and then Trebojevic. uh I'll play him this week as my two fullbacks. I got the same too. Yep. Yeah, I've had those two fullbacks and two hookers locked in uh, every week this year, um, and it's been bloody good having those two reserves just locked. You know, you don't. I, I play them every week, and you don't have to worry about it, basically. Yeah, yeah, I've been doing the same, except for when Ponga got injured, obviously. Mm, yeah. Um, and I actually started with Tedesco and bought in Turbo uh, following Origin when he played, and Teddy did not back up. Um, otherwise, I was going to be running with no fullback that wing. So I took a chance, and it's not really worked out for me. 
Yeah, I mean, it was okay. You know, Turbo turned up a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, but so did Teddy. Turbo ended up scoring two points more than Teddy that week. Oh, so Teddy's got two tons in a row, does he? Two tons in a row. Uh, 108 and 13. Yeah. Hate Teddy. Yep. Yeah. But he's in in such a good team and he's in good form. It's probably going to continue. Yeah, it's... I can't see it not, to be honest. The Roosters are hitting form at the right time of the year. Unfortunately, yeah. So I think we've got got sort of Arrow, James, Talmalolo um, as the lower end of the starters this week. We're we're both definitely starting Kikau. We're both definitely going to start Smith and Cook. Uh, And then most of the usual suspects, I think, and I'm... And uh, I think yep. at the start of the show I said I was benching for feeder, but I've actually got for. I just realised I'm actually I actually am playing for feeder this week. I'm um, up against Manly. Uh, I'm playing him ahead of Taumalolo effectively. Yeah, I say that's another one to toss up. I think for feeder's could in better form. Way. It could. It could. You just again. You just uh, don't know. You just have a crack. See what happens. Yeah. Why not? You got, you're a long way ahead of me. <laughs> I got nothing to lose. <laughs> That, well, that's that's why I'm thinking of captaining Latrell. I mean, if he could get a good score, I just need another 100 or 150 points, I think, to to get up to that five or 600 spot again. Against the Cowboys, mate, it could happen. Mm, it could. It could well happen. It's down in Sydney too, so it's uh, they're going to have the home crowd behind them. Um, but yeah, I don't, Saturday I don't know. night. Are the Cowboys getting up for JT's run home? Is um, I don't our know. JT seems to think so. But um, it's it's hard to see. It's hard to see against the Roosters, given how good they've been playing the last few weeks. Very much so. Very much so. It feels good to have Latrell back in my team as well. I had started with him, sold him at Origin time, and it's good to get him back. Yeah, um, I sold him early, right before Origin, as he after he got picked, and mm. never been able to get him back. Unfortunately, working on the rest of my team. Yeah. Yeah. All right, mate. Well, look, we might we might leave it there. I think. Thanks very much for jumping on the podcast again, only with a day or two's notice. It's uh, very much appreciated. Not a problem, mate. It's fun. Yes, good to have you on board. We've got uh, Copes lined up for next week, uh, which is good. And then we'll just basically we're just trying to keep Wenin off the pod for the rest of the year. No, uh, I think that's doable. I mean, it, it needs some freshening up. He was getting stale. Yeah, yeah, that's the goal. Well, yep. yeah, and good luck as well. I hope you can charge up maybe into the top 2,000 or so by the end of the year. Oh, yeah, that's my goal at the moment. I'm just looking to get respectable. So, I mean, you're pushing for your first key ring, I think? Yes, yes, first, maybe. Have you? How many have you got? Let me get, like, 10? No, they've only been around for two years. <laughs> so you've so, got two? So I've got two, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. So this is a bad year for me, but, uh, you know, we have them. Yeah, that's all right, mate. Well, thanks again. Um, We will speak to you again soon. Sounds good. Thanks, guys.